Good morning. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to The Pitch, a Rocket League esports podcast. We are back this week to recap EU Spring Regional 1. Drew, how are you feeling today, this afternoon, this evening, whatever time it is right now? How are you? <laughs> well, uh, should I should I expose the actual time we're doing this right now? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we're, I mean, it's 10... 10- 43 just clicked over to 10:43 at night so yeah. drew's got his caffeine not too bad yeah, you got your caffeine I, yeah now, i just so just drink some caffeine so you know i'm here i'm yeah, ready there you go i got this so have you seen that new dr pepper drink it's called dark berry have you seen that <laughs> i can't say i have so like it's interesting like it's not cherry i don't know what flavor it is but it's dr pepper but hold on let me take a sip real quick I don't know what berry it is. Like I don't know, but it's a berry. Um, is it? Is it? Is it like? It's dark it's berry. It's blue, as in so maybe it's a blueberry. Like, as it's a dark berry. What do you mean? I mean, it could be like like the name of it is called Dr Pepper Dark Berry, right? Oh, you think it's its own flavor? Like it's not. A- no, 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 no. I'm just asking. Like, is is that for the is the dark part of it? I like, don't know. Dark berry. Mm, I- I'm not looking at the can, so I don't. It's know it's like it has Jurassic World like stuff all over. It's dark blue. It might be Dude. like it might be blueberry. I don't know. It's very it's very faint, but it's good. Oh yeah, that definitely looks like a blueberry drink. But it's like very faint. I don't like blueberry stuff most of the time, and this is pretty good. So uh, that's my verdict on this. Um, Drew, what have you been up to? I'm trying to think. We we recorded our NA episode yesterday, so. Not much has probably changed, but if there is, feel free to tell everybody. Um, hmm. I guess I played some Rocket League and almost got my GC rewards. Maybe. Oh, you I didn't even know. tell the people it. officially that you hit GC, did you? No, we haven't. We haven't talked. Drew, about how it does yet. it feel it being better happened. than everybody else? <laughs> Dude, it. Whenever I hit it, because the game that. The game that I won to hit it was like, it wasn't a blowout, but like in the last 20 seconds, we were up by three and I was like, holy crap, I'm about to hit GC. <laughs> Let's go. So were, the ner- were there nerves at that point? Like the last game where like, where you knew you could hit it or were you not even nah, thinking? No, dude, I was like dead focused. Me and, close day. So me and Chance, me and Chance were playing and I think I barely talked. <laughs> Like, I don't talk very much whenever we play just because, you know, we play so much together that I don't really yeah, need to. We don't really need to calm, but like it was none. It was like after we would score a goal, it'd be like, let's go or something like that. But <laughs> after that, it was, uh, whenever yeah. we were like three games away, it was almost nothing. Is he GC? Is Chance GC? I don't even remember. He hit GC too, actually. Really? Just the other day. Yeah. Dude, he's going. What is the percentage of yeah. players that are GC1 and GC2? I had that like in my brain like a year ago, but I don't remember off the top of my head. You're up there, though. GC1 is top 1.3%, I think, and GC2 is like um, it's like top 1%. That is crazy. Something like that. So, and there's only like, I think it's... 1.7 million average players that's pretty that incredible it goes off of so uh, 
oh, and I'm like a top 20,000 player. How does it feel being <laughs> a top 20,000 person is maybe the better thing. You, I think it I think it I correlates to your worth as a human, me personally. Yeah. My Rocket League rank. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It shows how much I'm worth. Yeah, and that's why I'm unranked. <laughs> so, um, I'm getting there. Um, Actually, speaking of that, I was playing uh, ranked today in twos. Um, have you tried the voice chat? I, I, we might have discussed this on the last episode. I'm not sure, but have you tried the voice chat? No, we didn't. Uh, I have not actually. It is. I intend to. It's wonderful. But I have not I, yet. We, me and this, the first guy I got was super chill. We were playing twos, and we were talking about like how good voice chat is and how like the toxicity is less because people don't want to say things to your face. You know what I mean? Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really good, and it made solo queuing so much better for me. Uh, I know there were a couple people who said like, when I want to play twos alone, like I want to play twos alone. I don't want to have to talk to people. I just want to sit there and listen to music, which I understand too. But for me, when Drew is GC one and or GC and Chance is GC two, I can't play with him all the time. So if I can solo queue and like actually calm with people, like. I like it. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah, I'll have to try yeah. it. Um, yeah, and it, it's like it works good too. Like I have not had any issues with it. Uh, I haven't been able to try it like a ton. But all the matches I did play, like there was no glitching. Um, did you see uh, people suggesting on the subreddit for proximity chat for five seconds after you demo somebody or before you... Well, I don't remember what it was. I think... There were two separate thoughts. So one, just proximity chat, which would be hilarious when you zoom by somebody. And the other one is uh, open mic for the other team after you get demoed, which would be so toxic. I don't know how I feel about that one. Oh, my god. That would be so bad. That would be so Arsenal, though. (laughs) Dude, he he would be so toxic. Oh, my goodness. The content. would be amazing. No, but it's good. Um, I don't think it's not... Like, you're not in a voice chat outside of the game, I don't think. Like, if you go to the main menu, I don't think there's an ability to, like, stay in a voice chat. I could be wrong. Unless you party up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you yeah, could. Yeah, yeah, So, um, I'm pleasantly surprised. It's crazy. I don't know, like, what it says about, like, this game that everybody is so hyped about voice chat finally being here after six years or uh, however long it's been. Seven years. Um... So, I don't know. It is it is a pleasant update. Um but I'm still waiting for Unreal Engine 5. Yeah, me too. I look forward to that more like than anything else kind of just cuz that's going to fix so many well, things it should. like it demos. Should. Yeah. Dude, demos um uh, they're so broken right now and it hurts me. All right. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time they're fine, yeah. but there's those few times that it's just like, what the heck? Yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> um, you see that in I see I've seen that a few times in RLCS games where I'm like, that's just a feels bad, man. Um, no, I'm looking for the. I told you about this. I have aspirations that probably won't come true, but like imagine, like a VR thing where you can watch, uh, lands or regionals. Somehow from the stadium. I don't know if they would have to adjust something in-game or what that would be. But I know it would be way easier in Unreal Engine 5. 
Now that's probably on the lower end of their list of things to do. Um, but still, I want that to happen. And tell me you would not pay for that, Drew. I would pay for that. Dude, that would be that would be awesome, actually, to do that. Yeah, and and I don't know what I mean. Go ahead, sorry. As long as it's not like the actual stands. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. No. But like, if you could like, <clears throat> if you could like move around in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. like kind of just spectate, like any in any other game, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, and imagine like. If you could hear the audio from the casters through like stereo, like that would be super cool. That would be really cool. That'd be really cool, and it would be easier to analyze because you have to go through ball chasing right now. Um, yeah, which isn't that hard, but still, I think it would just be really cool. Um, I don't know where they would where that would land on the like list of things to do. I can't tell right now if they are. I mean, they're always going to look to expand to casual market, but. I don't know like where they are with, you know, refining things and still trying to bring in like a casual audience. I don't know like where the uh, level of importance is there at the moment, Um, but that's my list. So if anybody at Psyonix is listening to this, uh, you can DM (laughs) me. I have my email links and I have my Twitter Twitter, uh, link so you can DM me, which is something that... Everybody wants to do because we have 107 followers, Drew. 107. Did you ever think, Owen, all right, I want you to be completely real with me. Did you ever think anyone other than the people that we talk with? Other than my brother? About, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, other than our group of yeah. friends would ever listen to our podcast? No, I didn't. I thought maybe we... No, I didn't either. I thought we might have 50 <laughs> at some point, but 107 going on 110 and, like, 2,000 streams total. Um, Pretty good. Yeah, and we're only, we're only, like, we're not even 30 episodes no, in. No, we're not. I think, I think the one that comes out on Thursday is going to be 29. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And there's so much... Ref- like, we... I've kind of said this to myself personally and i've said it a few times on the podcast like me and you we're trying different things like we don't even fully know like what the format of the show mm-hmm. is what fully the focus is like obviously it's rlcs but like you know what i mean like we're still just playing around with things so it's just i don't know it's cool that um we've even come this far and we've had guests who actually will come on the show like i know that was the coolest part honestly yeah or has been the coolest thing so and, like, far. And, like, actually talking, like, Prof is someone who I listened to on podcast, like, over a year and a half ago. And I was like, wow, I want to meet him. Uh, same with Buttery. Yeah. Um, All of them, really. I mean, I like all of them. That's why we had him on. But uh, that's kind of cool. And hearing, like, inside stuff that you can only hear from them. You know what I mean? Like, we can't just know from our vantage point alone. Right. Um, so, yeah. so yeah. So um, with that soliloquy out of the way, we can uh, actually move on to, <laughs> on to Rocket League. I don't know. I just I thought that was cool. I wanted to take a moment um, to talk about that. Uh, actually, no. Let's before we go into <laughs> before we go into um, E recap, Drew. We were talking about the uh, SSA match, right? That one. <laughs> yes. yes so. In Regional 1 for Sub-Saharan Africa, bless their hearts, it was Bravado Gaming versus Sun Moon Esports. Um, the match totals 
were insane. I this is like a gold versus like a GC two. Game one, seven one bravado. Like okay, that's kind of high. That's pretty high, but we'll deal with it. Game two, eleven three bravado. Game or did I say game three before? I meant game two. Game three. 16 to 0, Drew. Have you ever seen that in Rocket League in a competitive match? I have not. No. Not not ever in a competitive match. They don't have the like you can't watch the game because they're not recorded. Or at least maybe there's a VOD somewhere floating around the internet. But I wanna see there had to be throwing. Like there's no shot that that team made it through in the upper quarterfinals and that happened. Uh, or sorry, the upper yeah. round one. My bad. Um, there's no shot that happened. Um, Sub-Saharan Africa has a way to go, but that was hilarious, and I'm not even upset. <laughs> yeah, whenever I looked at that, I was like... <laughs> I mean, after a point, Owen, all right? Even whenever you're playing ranked, yeah. once you get, like, even, like, 6 nothing, you're kind of like, all right, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to really score. I'm going to burn out the time because I don't want to be here anymore. I, that's true, but, like... <laughs> and they did the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> they went harder every yeah. game. <laughs> I know. I thought, like, 7-1, I was like, okay, it's going to even out. They're going to figure them out. Like, these these tournaments, believe it or not, are set up so that um, the teams are relatively e- evenly matched in the in the first... Um, round and pretty much all the rounds to a certain extent um but no that is not that is not how it went i don't know how that happens but i did want to mention that because it was the funniest thing from the sports weekend i think the funniest thing i've ever seen probably but um i wish i had the vod from that if there was one out there um maybe one day there there will be like a recording a super scuffed one i don't know um True. Uh, a, a certain specific team joined the league just this past week. Do you remember? You. Yes. Mm, Drew is happy about this. Mm, Drew is. Uh, mm, Drew knows about this person, the, the CEO, more than I do. So, Drew, do you want to just explain your joy right now or when you heard it, when you heard the announcement? Honestly, Owen, all right. I love whenever. I don't want to say small esports teams. Because even though he's only in Smash, Moist is not like a huge esport team no, like not, Cloud9 yeah. or anything like that. They've only been around like for a that. year now. He's only formed it this past year. Right. And so for them to join, and I, I like, I like, I don't know. I've always liked Moist players, especially in Smash. Whenever I watch that, I'm always like, oh yeah, there's there's my moist voice. <laughs> I don't. There's going to be so, so many puns. I don't. I'm slowly coming around to it. Slowly, slowly, but surely. Um, yeah, but for those who don't know, uh, Moist Esports, uh, the owner of the team being Moist Critical, super big YouTuber. Uh, he does Twitch streams as well. Um, he his, his esports organization, which has been looking to get into Rocket League for what feels like six, seven months now, maybe longer. Um, they were going to pick up the um, ultra neutral. Yeah. Squad. And they wanted SRG. I remember too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but the, uh, he, he finally got his team. He got team Queso, signed them. Um, they kind of teased it a little bit. Them and cloud nine were teasing signing team Queso. But it was kind of a reverse psychology because we thought since they were teasing it so hard that it wasn't going to happen. 
but it eventually did happen. Moist Esports is in RLCS now. And I just want to say real quick, um, I originally, just based off the name alone, I was like, I don't know about this. Like, I, in, in hindsight, that was probably just a weird view to have in the first place. But I do tend to lean more towards, like, if if I had a if I had to lean a specific direction, I'd probably want more professionalism than kind of just meme stuff a little bit in the league. And yeah. I remember talking to you when when it first was a rumor, and I was like, I don't know, like I don't like the image that it creates. But first of all, it's it's coming around to me, and second of all, which is much more important, like. I can I can say what I want like oh I want it to be a professional team name or team and you know whatever I can say that all I want but really what I care about is the growth of the esport and Drew uh, Friday Saturday and Sunday Moist Critical hosted his watch party for the games and had thirty thousand mm-hmm. viewers more yeah, than half no, of the main crazy. broadcast he took away from the main broadcast do you know the peak Drew they they show the peak. Um, Peak viewership now on uh for each regional on uh Liquipedia a hundred and thirty thousand. Dang, that's that's quite um a bit. EU last week just for reference had like I think eighty five thousand maybe. So like wow the recognition it brings that's a lot of and he's so funny. Did you get a chance to watch his streams at all, dude? It's amazing. I this is why I love. He's so good. Sports is because with Smash, he knows a little bit of what he's talking about, but with Rocket League, he knows almost nothing. But he still cheers all the time. He's so hyped. (laughs) Yeah, he's so hyped all the time, and especially all the people that he has with him. Dude, it looked like (laughs) it looked like our uh, major first (laughs) major watch party that we had. (laughs) Um, No, it was so fun, and I. Uh, I I don't know if Rizzo is going to be taking over for future watch parties. Um, he was at the F1 race in Miami um, this past weekend, so he wasn't able to uh, watch the regional. So I don't know if he's going to be, if Moist Critical is going to switch over and like kind of hand the keys to um, to Rizzo. Regardless, it'll be good. I like they're both really good personalities. Both have a fun. Um, a funny like attitude and personality towards the game. So regardless, it's awesome. But um, yeah, I think it's a big dub. I think it's better than any big org. Like he's already more invested than any of the tier one orgs. You know what I mean? Like he's already bringing more oh, yeah. more recognition to this game alone. Like I know tier one orgs bring recognition as a whole, uh, just because of their like notoriety, but. Uh, but to bring so much passion and attention to Rocket League, that's what I care about in the end. Like I can, I can nitpick certain things, but that is really what I want from it. So, and and, and he's achieving that. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, I I'm happy with that, and we need a decal now, Drew. <laughs> I don't know when that's gonna come, yes. but I Dude, will buy I it. I want it. I want it so bad. I will buy. It. I don't know what it'll look like though. Like. Uh, do, well, they have jerseys, don't they? Look do at, they have right, actual right. jerseys? Look at their logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at their logo. Yeah. Flap that on the front of the car. <laughs> blue. And make the whole thing blue. <laughs> Bro, it was weird how they uh, they made 
did you see on Sunday? They made, they it, made white. it white. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> it's like, why is it white? Yeah, um, <laughs> I thought it would be blue. Yeah, really weird, but um, super cool to see. Uh, also, just an FYI, this is coming out Wednesday. So Wednesday at 2 o'clock. Uh, is it 1 or 2 that first touches? I'm so bad with times. Do you remember the first? Mm, I want to say it's 1 o'clock central. Okay, let's say 1 or 2 o'clock um <laughs> in our uh in our brains uh, uh <laughs> on first touch moist critical rizzo jjg or jg7 sorry i always get his mixed up um they're all going to be on first touch um which i think is really cool that i mean again like moist critical like joins the scene and, and is immediately a guest on um on the biggest kind of entertainment show in rlcs so just cool stuff so make sure to pay attention to it i'm gonna try to listen to it definitely i'll watch it after afterwards if i don't get to catch it live but um regardless super happy about what's happening there and um i cannot wait for more i i am going to have to buy a jersey i will i am i'm coming around to the name as well like it's kind of awesome i'm not gonna lie i'm i'm i am turning a leaf maybe is a better word um <laughs> But on to specific uh, matchups, Drew. Uh, I know you had written down about Dignitas. And uh, last episode for NA, we talked about FaZe. And I have a question that's not on the docket, but how do you compare them to FaZe? Like, just overall. I don't. You don't compare them. Okay, and in what way? Um, for the fact that... I don't know. They both seem to not have, I guess, I kind of, they kind of are similar in ways. If we're they going based off of a like, team. Mat, like results, I think they're similar. I'm they're not talking off- about like necessarily how they play together, but just results. Right. Um, I think supposedly there's going to be in the market for a coach. Oh, they have soon. been. Yeah, they've said it a few times. So... Hopefully, whenever that happens, um, it'll be better. <laughs> but as of right now, I don't think that they'll be very much better until uh, they pick up their coach. Because it's just what it is, seems like most of the time, is that they just they either get in their own heads or they have a hard time switching up their play style whenever the other team has already switched up their play style to counter mm-hmm. Get countering that because they always they always seem to come out start off pretty strong or at least decently strong and then they slowly go downhill as the series goes along. Right. So hopefully getting a coach will help with that, but I don't know. Yeah. You can a coach can only do so much. Yeah, and what I was a bit surprised at, and I don't know like the logistics behind this and, and how it transpired behind the scenes. But you know who I thought would have been a good coach for them? I thought JG7 before he went to Solary. I thought he would have been good. He's obviously doing good things with Solary. He did good things with the Pioneers. Uh, I think you at least kick the tire and ask him, but obviously he, he went to Solary, so that doesn't get to happen. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I do agree with you, though. Like The coach thing, I, I don't know who else is out there? It's hard to kind of scout coaches from our perspective because you can't really 
see them perform like we do see players on the field. Um, do you think? Yeah. Well, they, they they do have a mental performance coach, though, right? Dignitas. Yeah, yeah. Remember? Uh, I think yeah, they, they do. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they, they do. do. So it's their mental should be good, but I think the performance is making it worse. Like, so I think they needed the balance of both. And I don't know who that, I don't know who that is. I don't know who an EU um, would do that. I know Verge is, is he still coaching a Pandas team? Yeah, but we both know how that one's going. No. Yeah. But they like each other so much, Violent Panda and Verge. So I could see them staying. Um, but yeah, Dignitas, uh, I, I, if we're going objectively speaking, and now I have not actually looked and compared one to one, but they they kind of are similar to Faze in some cases to me. I think their their play style when it's working is I'd prefer it. I don't know if I'd say it's better, but I would prefer it to what Faze's is. But I think they've had oh, yeah. similar expectations put on them, and they've had similar results. So. So with that in mind, why are you not going as <laughs> as ham on Dignitas as you are phase? I guess is my question that I just realized I had. <laughs> uh, the reason why is because um, they are willing to try different things. It's not like they just keep trying the same old, same old over and over and right. over again to, until it works. And they also play as a team. So those two facts, you know, and they always lift each other up. They're always like, oh, yeah, I'm just I'm on a team with insane players. Mm-hmm. All of them say yeah. that. So they're good friends. They're all. Yeah, that's I guess that's the reason why I like them more. Yeah. <laughs> so are you like before you start worrying, are you going to wait for them to get a coach? Or are you like not even, not contemplating a roster change, but would you be adverse to it? Yes. Okay. Yes, I yeah. would. Because I think that this squad, I think it's just inconsistency. If they can figure yeah. out their consistency, they can be a really good team. Because yeah. you got Jack, Joyez, or how I can never pronounce that correctly. Joyez. Yeah, Joyez, you got it. Joyez, okay. Joyez and um, Scrub Killa. So those three players, they've already shown that they can mesh really well together. They've already won a regional. Uh, they looked really, really good at the start of all major. They look like the best team there. So we know that they can be one of the best teams in the world. It's just being consistent. Yeah. And I think going back to what prof said on the podcast, um, a while back, I, I, I don't know if this is the issue partially, but you have to have that short term memory in any sport you're playing in any competition and since the fall major, I don't think Joyous has been quite himself. Now, I haven't, again, I have not singled myself out looking at Dignitas, but I, I think a couple of these players, I think they're losing a bit of confidence, and I think they can sort it out. I think they're great buddies. Um, they're honest with each other. I love, apparently, Jack, really one of my favorite players in the league, super well-spoken, super professional. Um, but But they're something needs to change like confidence i think you're right about the uh about the consistency because they have the recipe they've baked the cake before but it's just getting it out 
every time they you know put it in the oven i guess isn't my analogy right now getting it uh, to turn out right um and i think that's like you said where a coach comes comes in handy because they start off the games really well we saw saw in the winter split in groups and then they get reverse swept um or they or they lose the games thereafter so it's tough um and i'm definitely going to be rooting for them so i hope sometime this split uh before worlds they get that coach because if they don't get that coach before the start of worlds would you be worried about them yeah yeah i think i would be a little i, I think you have to them. be if they continue this yeah yeah but i know that they can't as scrupula especially jack and Joyez can both can all step up when the pressure is oh yeah they can do it high but i still would be worried about them especially with their performance with we've talked about it before it's the first regional so you know teams that have new rosters they're going to be in their honeymoon periods yep they're going to be playing better teams that didn't go to major are going to be playing Mm -hmm. uh you know wanting it because they weren't there so yep the first regional i kind of i don't write off bad performances from higher up teams but i don't view it i don't look at as critically i guess is what i'm trying to say so i think they'll be fine yeah um no i agree with you i am optimistic about them for sure um and they're definitely not a bad team they just need to uh, keep the consistency and keep the confidence up because they have the ability they just need to have the confidence in themselves and each other so um and, and i'm not worried about the team environment because like we said before i think they are very encouraging to each other but i guess it's more just winning that mental battle with yourself uh, more so than your teammates which isn't the case on every team so they are in a good spot um drew uh, let's talk about teams from last major uh, so Moist and BDS, am I correct in saying they are the only teams from the Winter Major that had a top five performance here in Spring Regional One? Is that correct? Did I have that written? Did you did you write that down or did I write that down? I don't even remember it anymore. Who wrote- I think I wrote okay. that down, but I think it's top eight. Top eight, even that- okay. Top eight. Let me let me check. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Okay, sure. yeah well, I uh, in so- out. So it was BDS, Endpoint, Evil Geniuses, Dignitas, and Team Queso. So, yeah, top eight. Crazy. Um, that that is it is crazy how volatile both regions are becoming, and how competitive they're becoming. Um, I think for me specifically, like when we look at uh in a like i mean complexity was the bee's knees in in uh in fall in the fall uh regional and the fall uh major and now they're just not doing anything like these teams that show so much potential and can be good it's just like i i can't tell if it's a rocket league thing or if it's a region thing but uh what are your takes on that i guess about moist and bds the only teams making it very far. Um, this is to me where good teams separate from great teams. Great teams will be consistent. 
good teams will be good. You know, they'll have good performances. Uh, like, what's a team like uh, Endpoint? Yep. Or Endpoint had a roster change, though. And Evil Geniuses, Simper is another team that I think of. They all have played really good and have looked like a really good team. But consistency, that's the thing. Yeah. Team BDS and Moist, ever since they've been to the top, they have stayed there. Mm-hmm. They've been to, I think Moist has been to every single grand finals since the first, uh, since the beginning of winter. So, you know, consistency is there for them as and BDS. You know, they've had their ups and downs. But their floor is so high. Similar recently, but their floor is so, yeah, you're right. Their floor is so high that it's like they're still going to place top four, even on their worst day. Right, yeah. (laughs) So, and oh. along with that, like, you know, the consistency thing, how this uh, format is structured, you get more points. So each win and each placing is worth more points the closer you get to the championship. So they are rewarding the teams that are good at that time. They're not going to let teams in fall who may have farmed, you know, place or get a really high seed if they don't perform so it's consistency and it's also peaking at the right time and we see that in sports all over um again we'll we'll flip it back to the nfl i mean drew you remember do you remember alex smith days with the chiefs like we would start out five and oh but we would just <laughs> we would slow down before the playoffs um so it's about yeah. getting that stride at the right time and like you said, endpoint fall looked super good with Seiko. Did not know how to handle them. Uh, the opponents didn't know how to handle Seiko um, and that that team dynamic. But as the season went along, they've kind of figured it out. Uh, Seiko's gone different ways. They've had to bring in Archie, who I think is good, but is not playing. You know, they are not playing the Rocket League they want. I'm sure they would they would say if they were here. Um, so yeah, I think it's. It's interesting, the volatility, especially uh, the, the the dynamic after each major. Because uh, I think we've discussed this too, Drew, where it's like, if NA wins a major, EU like goes crazy with roster changes to compete, and then vice versa. Um, mm-hmm. So I, 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 that dynamic in Rocket League is so cool, I think. And it, it is really cool but it's hard to keep up with sometimes um personally but uh that that was a lot of word salad right there but i i, I still all of it's true i don't know how to put it in the order that i want but um but it, I, it's just crazy how things like that change especially as we get closer to the championships and teams are are really you know taking it more seriously maybe isn't the correct term but some version of that um so yeah it's cool Mm-hmm. Um, so Moist BDS only teams to make the major or from the major to uh, make this regional but someone who is impressing okay. uh, who is impressive who did not make the last major or well one of the teams haven't, hasn't made a major at all ever um, Liquid and Carmine Corp they are looking up and I want to start with Liquid Drew what were your opinions on them this weekend because we have varying opinions ours are different on this one but I know I want to start start out with the positive stuff. 
<laughs> uh, does that mean yours is going to be negative? Well, I know you like them a lot. Just, just, just go for it. Okay. Um, they showed a lot of promise, is what I was seeing. They beat Evil Geniuses, who was a team that made it to the last regional. So, you know, and it was a, they clutched it up in game five. They got swept by Vitality, but again, down to the lower round two against Dignitas. They clutched it up. They played really solid at the beginning. And then they had a two games where Dignitas just really had their number. And I was kind of worried for a second. And then they clutched it up again in game five. So, and then they lost to Carmen Corp in the next round. But <clears throat> the thing that I want to talk about, all right, is that this is a new team. They haven't been together for very long. They're not in their honeymoon period anymore, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't say that they are. Uh, and they're all really young. I think this is the youngest team that we have overall, or the youngest players at least, in the RLCS right now, mm -hmm. all together. So, all these players, except for Acronic, don't even Acronic doesn't have a lot of experience. So this was kind of a experience uh, regional for them. But the thing that impressed me was their ability to clutch up whenever it mattered mm. in game fives. They were able to clutch it up, uh, not get nervous and let those games slip away from them. And honestly, they all played really good, but the person that impressed me the most was Oski and his clutch ability. So I don't know to me, I don't have high expectations for them yet just because of how young they are. But they did show promise, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, I think I think those are fair, um, and I like them all individually. I, I agree with you that Oski is probably my favorite out of the three. But when I when I looked at them, um, I don't know. Like I saw a lot of double commits, which is I mean understandable for a team that is young and a team that is kind of still. Uh, St still getting comfortable with each other and, and forming a team structure. But I also just didn't see like a ton of vision and I didn't quite see like the, uh, the structure behind how they played. Now rocket league is not a super structured sport. It's not like football where you, you pick a specific play beforehand, yada, yada, yada. Like, it's not like that. And I understand that, but I just did not see kind of their, their purpose behind the playstyle they had i i didn't see kind of something that stuck out to me i guess and that's what makes me worried it, it kind of reminds me in a little a little bit of phase like i don't want them to rely too much on their mechanics and just not rely on a on a uh, consistent play style that can get them uh wins higher up in tournaments i don't know if you saw anything or had any comments about uh, how they play in their play style or in their team structure, but that's how I felt. Um, I do think that they are wanting to, um, they are kind of relying on their mechanics a little bit. They were double committing quite a bit too. 
Um, but the thing that impressed me, you mentioned how they play kind of like face where they rely a lot on their mechanics. But to me, the thing that I saw in them that I really liked was their team play. Really? Okay. And yeah, they kind of, they didn't have a lot of team play, but there was more team play than face has. So, you know, that says something. Yeah, that's something. Yes. <laughs> that's an achievement, I suppose. But yeah, I don't, I, I just, I don't have high expectations. Yeah. Maybe that's okay. Is I don't have high expectations and I'm just excited to see how good they can be. So are we the exact opposite? Like, are we the reverse with this? You have low expectations or like, High yes, I think we, I think we might be the exact opposite, and it's not even that I have high expectations. Um, I just want to see them perform super well, so I'm trying to, in my mind, trying to think like what they would need to change. And to me, it's just having more purpose behind their playstyle and trusting each other more. Like I said, I saw a lot of double commits in in net, not as much on offense, but in net, and that's gonna bite you, uh, especially against EU teams that. Do not give much space, and they and just like you know NA as well. I mean, they they will capitalize on those on those mistakes. So uh, I just want to see more trust and more purpose behind their playstyle as a cohesive unit there. Um, but Carmine Corp as well. Kind of moving on to them, Drew. They've looked impressive. Um, they they signed Noli in the last transfer window. Uh, Stake going to Williams mm-hmm. Resolve. I'm very impressed with Noli. He is quickly becoming uh, a player that I root for. How about uh, how do you feel about uh, how 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 he he has helped the team at least through this small uh, snippet through regional one? I think that um, I really like it. Honestly, I think this could be what Carmen Corp needed. Maybe it was the whole time they just all were really aggressive players, yeah. <laughs> and we didn't notice it. Uh, so Nolly being on the team, they looked a lot more complete. Maybe that's the word I'm yeah. looking for. More of a complete team. There wasn't a lot of double commits. I think they were at boot camp, so that helps too. Um, and Astral didn't seem upset. So that's good. So that's he good. Didn't, seem, didn't seem like he was dogging on himself a lot. So that helps too. Maybe uh, their coach was helping with that as well. So I I do like this new look, Carmen Corp. They had a really good performance. They got top six. Yeah, they got top six. So things could be looking up. Yeah. So was Stake aggressive, in your opinion? Because I didn't watch much of him, and I didn't have a good grasp of how he played. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't get to watch a lot of how he played, but... I do know that Nolly is not he supports his yeah. teammates more than anything else. And I don't think Stake did that. Stake is kinda known, as far as I know, for his uh ability to make plays happen. So I can't say completely, but if I were to go off of that, off of the little knowledge that I do know, I would say I guess Nolly is more conservative than Stake was. Yeah, okay. that's interesting because I, I, like I said, I don't have a bunch of insight on them. And I agree. I think Nolly's a support player. And I love the mindset he's kind of had these past few months. Uh, in an interview, he said he kind of felt entitled 
we've discussed this to regionals to good placements because he was on a on guild who's you know has money they're not a, a tiny org um financially speaking or anything like that and Noli has won a regional um so maybe a bit of complacence there but he he started to learn okay i'm not entitled to this i have to work for it um and i like that like i, I really like that mindset and that um humility to see yourself like that as a competitor not just in the game but just kind of in life so i'm i'm really rooting for him and maybe it was steak all along i don't know like we we keep we always went to astral but maybe maybe it was a uh, steak for whatever reason um again again been. i'd have to kind of go back look at how carmen corp played with steak and then see what changed with noli because i don't know specifics on what roles they played and and how noli's filling obviously some sort of role um currently but that's 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 awesome in my opinion because i want to see astral make another like land event because we haven't seen that and we have not seen noli on a land event ever because he was a pandemic rlcs player i don't think he ever competed beforehand so um always uh happy to see see teams um new teams new faces make major um it it, it helps spread the um kind of the the spark to to uh to grind i guess you know with the majors i mean that's just it just gives you more motivation and more motivation means more skill so um very very open to all sorts of different teams making it in um drew do you want to talk about solary um i was impressed by them so that's the former sud team uh they are Mike Boy, Oli, and who's their third? Though. Though? Okay. Uh, really impressive. Like, they kind of came out of nowhere a little bit. I know they were all, they've all been in kind of like bubble teams a little bit. Obviously, though, was on Guild. But they kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, they did. I mean, let's be honest. Did you, did either of us expect them to do top three Mm -mm, no shot i didn't even know they were a team like really not really (laughs) yeah i just kind of thought that they were uh you know just kind of a team that was like hey let's try this out let's try it a regional see how it goes and then they get picked up by solar and i was like oh maybe they're more committed than i realized so solar though they (laughs) them and jg7 they're doing something they they had a really good performance. Yeah. They took Moist to seven in the upper semis. If you did not watch that series, go watch it. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a really good very series. Good series. Um, very impressive. Uh, yeah, they just they looked the person that looked the best, and that what was the most surprising to me was Oli. Oli was yeah. crazy. I mean, they were all really good, but Oli was kind of stood yeah. out. 1.5 octane rating i think that's probably the highest of the regional i could be wrong uh only no he had a sake it was higher than well, well that makes sense yeah was. if anybody was going to be higher it was going to be him um 92.8 <laughs> goal participation 32.2 shooting percentage 31 shots against solary alone uh, like um i think mike boy had nine so like uh very uh very um effective and very involved yeah um 
he is he a rookie? Is Ole a rookie? I, I don't Let me know. look. Hold on one second. I feel like I've heard of Oh, Ole I've heard before. of him before for sure. No, he's been around for a few years. Oh, yeah, he's 18. Okay, he's 18. So, used to be on Wolves. That's what it was. And he was on the Flying Dutchman. Oh, wow, man, he's been everywhere, kind of. He was also. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. But yeah, they're, they are a team that we, we should kind of mention just to keep an eye on because sometimes these teams come out, come out of nowhere and kind of disappear as soon as they, you know, came on the scene. But we'll have to see because those are, uh, it, it looked, it looked rep, replicable. Is that the word I'm going for? It looks like something they could repeat um, if they keep it up. And JG7, like, I mean, I've always had respect for him. I don't know what exactly he does for the team, if he's more of a um, mental guy or if, he, or if he actually does strategy stuff. Um, regardless, it seems to work on whatever team he's on. So um, look out for Solary. Um, let's discuss BDS, though. So just a couple more things uh, before we wrap up. Let's discuss BDS. They won the regional, and they are the... Uh, flying fire breathing dragon of eu again so that's that is that's awesome true yeah i'm hesitant though Owen. what you might not you might be surprised but i'm hesitant. clickbait just a little bit <laughs> no 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 just a little just a little hesitant all Tell right because the thing that i'm worried about i don't think it'll come about but they had such a good first regional i mean they looked really good. Their series, their grand finals was a sweep. If you watch the series, it was a lot closer than it looks on paper. It was a really close series. Moist was really good. And the series before, once again, if you didn't watch the upper bracket final, go watch it. It was a really, really good series. Um, But it makes me worried because it reminds me of how how good Endpoint looked in the fall. Yeah. And how fast they fell off. Yeah. But this is BDS. It's all, you got Monkey all Moon, French. Extra, and Seiko. It's all French. We know how all French works. All right. All French in EU is just yeah. they're the next level. So I'm hesitant, but just a little bit. I just, I just want to see just a little more. I just want to know that they can do it again i don't expect them to not be able to do it again i think that they can very easily because you know you look at this team and you're like especially i don't know if this surprised you but extra looked crazy dude he had i mean there was not a player on that team that i was like yeah this player is better than this player they all looked really really good so they keep that up they're going to be, they will be the number one team and them in G2, dude. Yeah, I know. I don't know who to pick. They're the two best teams in I the think world I'd, right yeah, now. Yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd have to pick BDS though. Like seriously, like, I don't know. They're both so good, know. but, um, I see your argument about BDS, but at the same time, I'm like, it's, we have not, the only proof we have to say that it might not be, you know, the real BDS with Seiko is something that happened on another team that has not been nearly as successful as BDS has been. You know what I mean? But I, I right, do see right. what you mean, but that's just kind of my thoughts on that. So, And I'm not saying that they won't do good. I just 
personally want to see more. Yeah, no, that's fair. I just, that's fair. Just, just need to make sure. Yeah, you know, someone I I want to see more of Drew. What's that? I want to see more of Vitality to see if if something <laughs> makes me excited or hopeful. Um, real quick, uh, you do you want to know Radisson's or Radosin's shooting percentage against Solary in? Was it the semifinals? Lower semifinals? When when did they play? Um, lower semis, yeah. So when they needed to win, do you know their their uh they they are their freshly signed players shooting percentage? It was eleven exactly like eleven eleven exactly um nine shots, um an assist and one goal. Uh, yeah. Um, right now doesn't seem like an upgrade. And again, I'm not going to flame them because teams need time to mold sometimes. Sometimes you have a BDS with Seiko and it's just like, okay, they are literally just a fire-breathing dragon that will destroy you and your children and your wife. Yes, like sometimes that happens. <laughs> but, and maybe Vitality needs time, but just I never thought Radosin was the guy. Like he's there, it doesn't move the needle much more, if at all, from Fairy Peak. And Alpha still looked like he was the only one doing anything for the most part. Kadop's mechanics were really bad for the most part. Maybe I'm flaming him too much. Um, I apologize if I'm nope, if I'm you're not. being a bit judgmental, but this is the first time I've really noticed it. Um, was this regional where it was like really bad? Um, but yeah, uh, I I need to see more because I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna crucify them just yet, but. They they are not looking too hot with their their freshly signed Redosin. Yeah, I don't. And to be honest, they didn't play anyone hard. All right, Solary. I mean, Solary was hard, but yeah, but they lost. Yeah, four two. Yeah. <laughs> so they played Misfits. They swept them, but we know how Misfits is with cash. It's so weird. They're kind of a they're a roller coaster. All right. Sometimes they're on a peak, and sometimes they're not. And they play Team Liquid, who's a really new team, you know, first regional together. Uh, and then they played BDS, got slapped. Like, it wasn't even fair. <laughs> yeah. And then they played Misfits again and barely, barely beat Misfits. And then they got slapped by Slurry. Yeah. So, overall, they placed fourth, but I'm not impressed at all. I don't. I don't have any hope for them after this regional. Oh and they had said, they had said, Owen, I think you had mentioned this to me that they said that they weren't going something about like, they wouldn't replace fairy if they're, if it wasn't like a substantial upgrade or if yeah, they thought it would really move the was. needle. Yeah. Yep. And I don't think that has happened no. at all. So, uh -huh. Yeah, I, I would have loved to. I didn't have time. I, I started doing it, but then I got caught up in some stuff. I would have loved to uh, to take a look at Radosin on Williams Resolve, see what role he had, how he played, uh, just like who he was on that team and comparing it to Vitality. Maybe uh, before next uh, EU episode, I, I will do that and kind of come back with, with my scouting report, I guess you could call it. Um, because I would like to see who he was on Williams Resolve. Because 
I don't know how he fits in this in this team and what the vision was for him coming into this. And maybe looking at that will kind of um, give us some more insight. But I don't know. Uh, not impressed right now, unfortunately. So, um, okay. True. Is there any other thoughts before we kind of start wrapping up that you wanted to, that you were dying to get out? Um, mm, not really. Other than uh, Tadpole, Tadpole made a return own. All right. I want. I just want to want to mention that. Looked really good on Wolves. There's a couple of teams that made their first regional in a really long time. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah. Let's see who was it? Wolves, BS Plus, and, Accelerate, or is Wild? Wild was the other one that hadn't made a regional in almost a year. So, yeah. good stuff. Congratulations to them. Good stuff. Yep. BDS looks like a really good team. Moist is at the top as usual. So, yeah. Same old, same old in EU, but almost, also yeah, not. Same also old, same not. Old. Yeah, it's definitely less. Um, it's. I think it's been more enjoyable than some of the previous regionals. Um, personally, maybe it's just because Moist is so much fun. I don't know, but regardless, <laughs> still, it's a win for EU. It's a big dub. So, um, so yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um, but I think that it's going to wrap it up for this week's episode um, of the pitch. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please consider following me. Uh, I put my social links on Reddit for, or sorry, for Reddit, Twitter and our email um I, I put that in the description of this of the show notes as well as the bio um on spotify and kind of wherever you get your podcast so um if you want to follow me do that i post about rocket league most of the time so it's very on brand um for me so i uh, just want to shout that out because i don't normally get to that also um some cool things that are kind of in the works a little bit um one thing is we're thinking about uh, live streaming the show. Uh, we're not sure exactly if we have the audience for it, like a live audience, like enough uh, of a following for for live streaming to make that worth it. Uh, so if that is something that you would watch, you'd be interested in, please let me know through Twitter DMs, email, Reddit. Like I said previously, please let us know because that would be something that uh, we would love to do and i think we'll still do it regardless at some point sooner or later um but uh, i would love some feedback on that so it would be much appreciated um, but with that we are going to get out of everybody's hair um, please enjoy the upcoming in a regional um, it's going to be a lot of fun see how energy stacks up this weekend um, so we will be, be we will be back next week um, to kind of recap in a and then kind of uh, look forward to EU Regional 2. So it should be a lot of fun, and we will see you then. Take care.